You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Sky Missions. Whether you're an individual seeking to go on a missions trip or a church leader wanting to take your group, Blue Sky can make it happen. Learn more today at blueskymissions.org. You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome in, welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz. Thanks for listening. Excited about today's episode. Today we are going to be tackling a very important topic. The question is, is the Holy Spirit God? want to just remind you that we did have an episode that covered the Trinity, the fact that God is three in one, and that is episode 14. So if you're on your iTunes app, you can just kind of scroll down to episode 14, kind of describing the Trinity in that episode. Or if you're on the website, you can just pop that into the search box there, Trinity or episode 14, and that will take you back to that episode and you can kind of listen to that. In that episode, I kind of break down the idea that there is three persons to the Trinity, and they are all co-equal persons, all are God. And I want to answer the question specifically about the Holy Spirit, because I do get asked quite often specifically about the Holy Spirit. So let's dive right in. First, I want to say off the top that the Holy Spirit is not one-third of God, okay? The Holy Spirit in and of himself is fully God. Right, the, the members of the Trinity are not one-third, one-third, one-third. It's each one by themselves makes up the complete whole of God. And then the three of them together in perfect harmony make up the complete whole of the Godhead. And so he's not one-third of God. I also want to make very clear that the Holy Spirit is not just a divine influence. Okay, He's, he's not an it. He is a he. Okay, the Holy Spirit's not a concept. The Holy Spirit is not a force, like like this is Star Wars or something. Okay, he is a person, a divine being. He has a will and emotions and thoughts and a personality and a role to play within the Godhead, within the Trinity. It's really, really important to make sure we understand that. And therefore, as being God, he has the power of God. And, and sometimes I think people look at God the Father as being God and kind of devalue the other two members of the Trinity. And it's really important to make sure we don't do that, that the Holy Spirit is God. And how do we know that for certain? There are several passages of scripture that point to that. The one that I want to point to first that really kind of just makes it pretty clear in, in the book of Acts in chapter five, there's a story about Ananias and Sapphira. This is the story, if you're not familiar with it, is the fact that they, had, they owned a piece of property, they sold it, and then they brought most of the money to the church, they actually held back a portion of it and kept it in secret, and they gave the rest of it to the church, but then they lied and they said, oh, this is the whole amount, because they wanted to look really spiritual. They wanted to look like they were they were sacrificing a lot. You know, They were really caring about their image and looking like they were really godly, but yet they didn't want to actually give all of their money away. They wanted to keep a portion of it for themselves, and after they do this, they get found out. In Acts chapter 5, the apostle Peter is addressing this, and he's talking to Ananias when he walks into the church. Acts chapter 5, verses 3 and 4, here's what Peter says. Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? 
while it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your own disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. The point I want to make from this passage here is we see very clearly in verse 3, Peter says to him, why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? But then in the next verse, he says, you have not lied to man, but to God. He's speaking about the same person, the same being. Peter is confronting Ananias for lying to whom? To God, to the Holy Spirit. Peter uses the word Holy Spirit and the word God interchangeably as if it's the same person, if it's the same being. It becomes very clear, very evident that Peter believed the Holy Spirit to be the one that Ananias and Sapphira lied to, which happens to also be God. In that passage, he's using them interchangeably. To me, as I look at the book of Acts there in chapter 5, that kind of seals the deal for me. The fact that the apostle Peter, Jesus' right-hand man, while Jesus was here on planet Earth, the apostle Peter is using the term God and the term Holy Spirit interchangeably. kind of seals the deal for me. But just in case it doesn't seal the deal for you, let me give you a few other verses you can check out. We look at the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verses 7 and 8. This is David writing, Where shall I go from your spirit, or shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. He's talking to God, speaking about God. And he says, Where should I go from your spirit? And he's making the point that anywhere you go, the spirit is there. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of God is omnipresent. He can be everywhere at one time. That is only an attribute of God. And so if David is attributing the attribute of omnipresence to the Holy Spirit, he is then also attributing the the attribute of deity or full divinity to the Holy Spirit. Clearly the Holy Spirit is God because he's omnipresent and only God can be omnipresent. The same can be said for God's all-knowing power. The Holy Spirit is omniscient. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 10 and 11 says this, These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. It becomes clear the Spirit of God is all-knowing. It's omniscient. The Spirit of God has the ability to know all things. Only God can do that. Therefore, the Spirit of God must be God. And because of his incredible knowledge and his intellect, the Holy Spirit can teach us all things. He can guide us into all truth. We see that in 1 John 2.27 and the Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 26. The Holy Spirit is also our great comforter and our counselor. When Jesus promises to be with us to the end of the age, he's promising to do that by way of the Holy Spirit. He is with us as a comforter and a counselor because he is sending the Holy Spirit. We see this in John chapter 14, also in John chapter 15. The Holy Spirit is also attributed in Scripture as the Creator. Job chapter 33, verse 4, as well as the book of Psalm 104, verse 30. Both of them clearly refer to the Holy Spirit as being the Creator. And we know that God created all things. The Holy Spirit can only be the creator if he himself is God. The Holy Spirit is a person with a mind, a will, emotions, a personality, and he has a role to play. He has a perfect, harmonious relationship with the other members 
of the Trinity. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He can be everywhere at one time and he knows everything. He's our great comforter. He's our great counselor. And he is the creator of all things. The Holy Spirit is God. And I'm so thankful that he is with us. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit is with us. He indwells us. He gives us power. And it's awesome to know that the God of the universe that created everything, that knows everything, is with me every single day. What an incredible promise. Man, I hope this has been an encouragement to you. And I hope this gives you confidence to know that the Holy Spirit truly is God. If you have any questions about this episode or any episode, you can shoot us an email. The email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or if you happen to have a question that you would like to have answered on the podcast, you can also send the message to that email address and we will answer your question on the podcast as soon as possible. Our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.